Welcome to Termagent Talk, your weekly walk through the minds of two hip-hop heads who happen to be women. I'm Chantel. And I'm Goody, watching TV. You know yeah, we're watching, we're watching TV and I'm listening to Beyonce's album. So That's unless you want, yeah, yeah. And, and yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not listening to anyone else's shit right now, but Beyonce's album. So yes. And I'm, I'm I have no shame. Um, I mean, I haven't been listening to music so much. I don't even know what I'm doing. I definitely been watching TV, but I haven't been listening to music as much. But when mm-hmm. I do listen to music, it is Beyonce and this album. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's it is uh, it's solid. Yeah, yeah, it's really just. I have nothing to complain about. Beyonce went and did her thing and recorded music. So anyway, we're here not to talk about Beyonce's album because we could do that all freaking day because that's how good it is. A month later, a month and two days later, because it came out, what, July 29th, I could still, we could still get into it. But we're here to talk about episode three, Raising Canaan, Power Book 3. Yeah, Power Raising Book Canaan, um, And episode, episode three. 203, Sleeping Dogs. So it was written by Nina Manny. And um, she's written some other things before this season and last. Um, and uh, what did you, let's start out by asking the big important question. What did you think about this episode? I liked the episode. I thought it was a really, really good episode. I thought your man Kanan was doing his 50 acting, fa- he was acting his 50 face off like. His uh, Makai, that's his name, Makai. Makai. I feel like we do him more justice by calling him who he's supposed to be. <laughs> like he's yeah. acting his face, literally acting his face off from the yeah. moment the show opens up. Yeah, this episode. So scale of one to ten, what do you say? I'm gonna give it a nine point five. Okay. And then on top of that, um, because you said this comedian, she's a comedian, Nina. Nina. Her name is Nina. Nina Manny. Okay, so, but you say she's she's, she's uh, also a comedian. She's a woman sans color. Do you? I don't feel like I felt that. White lady. I don't feel like I felt that. Like I feel. Um, like, okay. You know, no, no, no. I don't. I feel like we know this character so well now. So she's, she's, I basically, she wrote this episode, but she's, and she wrote the episode called Stay in Your Lane. So she's written episodes before. So we know her words and her language. She's definitely like embedded here. It says she's written two episodes, but she's been like a contributor on 10. So she's like part of the team. And then she's like story editor, according to her IMDb of, of the other episodes of the season. Okay. So she's, she's, she knows the characters. So I think that she, um, she know the culture. Like I'm feeling like, yeah. Well, there may be other people who come in and can help her with the culture part of it, mm-hmm. but she's writing the words for the characters. So she starts to know, I'm sure that they have storyboards and like a character background. So you start to know them and then you write the general story. You probably scope, you know, create like a framework, you start to create the general words, and then it probably from there becomes a more collaborative effort where 
other people might say, well, they would say this versus that or what have you. I know now knowing that the person who wrote this episode is a comedian, there are so many comedic moments in this episode, small. But if this was in a movie theater, people would be laughing a lot, I think. Um, so do you want to just get started with the the voiceover? Kanan's voiceover, which is actually like 50 Cent, and he's basically saying like everyone um, is a liar in the game. So he begins it talking about like people and how much people lie. And I think the realization of how much people lie continues to be a theme this season. Mm-hmm. And and one thing before we start is that one a person can lie to you once, right? And they can tell you it's for your own good. They might even be able to lie to you twice. But when does someone become a liar? Mm, when they tell you the first lie to say, to protect you. You think it's the first time? Yeah. See, I'm forgiving. And I think that if someone lied to me the first time, I might be like, well, they didn't mean to hurt me, right? But I think that if I was to catch a person and alert a lie a third time, but the trust is broken. So even though you forgive, the trust is broken the first time. You know, maybe even the second time. But the third time, you almost, you have to fight yourself to to, to believe everything they say. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see what happens through this episode just from that opening. I was like, uh-oh. I thought it was going to end in a different way. So, you know, that voiceover comes. Um, first thing you hear is that overview. You kind of like take it in the community. Next thing you know, we're in the bodega. And Juliana is watching her stories and somebody puts a Tahitian treat. Now, did you, were you, did you fuck with Tahitian treat, Goody? No. What happened? You ain't drink soda? Um, not like that. In 1991. Not like that. Um, I didn't drink Tahitian treat. Like if I was going to drink a soda, it was going to be a Coke. Uh, it was... It was going to be a brown soda. It was going to be a brown soda for sure. And that's my everybody who knows, like they know my vices. Anything light or I, I'm not into it. So Tahitian tree at this time was popping because it was a very fruity, bubbly soda. Yum. So when he slams the Tahitian, someone slams the Tahitian tree down, puts the dollar down, gets changed because a can of soda was not a dollar. And then you look up and it's who? Unique. It's unique. And he done come to get Juliana. And we don't know what's going to happen, but we know he's come to get Juliana. So this episode is kind of like off to the races just from that. Because you're like, oh boy, what is this about to be? So, you know, it quickly leaves you there. Like it doesn't really, um, I don't feel like it resolves itself. It's like, nah, y'all going to sit on that. Juliana's looking nervous. Unique's looking menacing, and the next thing you know, fucking Detective Daddy is pulling up on the young boy. Yeah. It, yo, his face is like, oh, this nigga again. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, they, Detective- they, you know, the funny thing about it, how they say we used to just respect our elders, yeah, there's some of us that used to be like, fuck out my face. But back in the day, your elders tell you to do something. You'd be like, all right, here we fucking go. Because he ain't have to get in that car. He ain't no. have to get in that car. So the, the daddy detective or detective daddy 
pulls up to the house. He's like, but you know, my mom's not here or whatever. He's talking to Kane. He's like, I need to talk to you. And Detective Daddy gets gets Kanan in the car. <laughs> he says, let's go for a ride. And they never go nowhere. It's like they never go anywhere. <laughs> Kanan refuses to even look at him. He's just looking straight ahead like, um, okay, this is and, awkward. And then Mance drops the bomb immediately. Like, he doesn't even, he just is like, I'm your daddy. I'm to tell you something that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does say that. He does say, I'm going to tell you something that's crazy, right? So, but it's like, it's the crazy, he said, it's the craziest shit you ever heard, right? And then the drama of taking, like, he takes off his hat and he, like, sighs. I'm like, and then he just spits it out, like, yo, I'm your father. But he said it, and the only thing I was thinking about was Star Wars. Oh, see, I didn't think about that. I thought about Star Wars, I'm your father. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> but at least no, because remember Luke's response to that was not yeah. I, Luke's response was yeah. Kana's response was to laugh, which I think I but it was a laugh. very uncomfortable laugh. Like right. yo, he is crazy. Yeah, but like I don't know if you ever experienced nervous laughter where yes. you laugh in a situation that's not appropriate. That laugh was, and then when he laughed too, I was like, this is funny. Like, it's funny. So, like, funny. Out funny like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, finding out that the writer is a comedian is like, okay. And the way that Makai laughs, he laughs like Curtis Jackson in that moment. Yeah, that's why I say he's acting, he's like, <laughs> this is a word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Do you think he believes him in that moment? Yes or no, no? No. I don't believe he believed him. And I was thinking to myself, he gonna have to show him the, the paperwork. I was like I do love that we are one hundred percent on opposite ends of the spectrum. Because I was like, this boy knows that this nigga is his father. He knows. He I knows. Was, he gonna he gonna have to show him paperwork. Nah, because all you know how when you process in in stillness, he sat in that car. He didn't jump out that car. He didn't run out that car. He don't have supreme um what's the word supreme confidence in his mother anymore. Right. So he didn't run away. You know, he sat there and he let him keep talking to him. Yeah, but he, you know, I, he, I don't think he believed it. Yeah, but he didn't a hundred percent disbelieve it. That means like, he believed he it a little bit. Uh-uh. He didn't say get the fuck out of here. But you see, the thing about a liar, Rock had already told him this nigga gonna come to you talking crazy. So now, even though he didn't, he didn't jump out the car like nigga. What? So you trying to say you smashed my mom? He ain't get mad or any of that. He was just like. My mom may got a point because he sound ridiculous right now. Yes. And, but he told him, she probably told you that I was going to say some crazy shit. Right. Yeah. That part right there. I think that's the sticking point where it's like, dang, he do know my mom because he know my mom out here on her bullshit. And I now want to circle back to my original point that Detective Daddy is Rock ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I don't think he was just some fly-by-night dude. Yeah, because last week you was talking about him like he was some sort of No, but he, I don't know. It wasn't Predator. I thought he hurt her. Like, whatever he did, if going away to the war and leaving her, 
they had a plan or whatever the not the war but to the military whatever Ooh. happened he hurt her she was hurt he's the worst bro and as Tamiko says she act like a jackal and I said that is the most perfect description of how Rock acts like a fucking jackal so shout out to Tamiko for giving me that gem Rock does act like a fucking jackal and speaking of the jackal Mama Jackal is not home. So when her son goes in the house with this information, not home, she in New Jersey. Yeah, she's showing off uh, the new territory. Well, wh who the fuck is Darnell? I was going to ask you that. Like, this man? Y'all know this man? The way he oh, was up there acting like if he was scrappy. Not Darnell, Damon, sorry. Yeah, whoever he is, <laughs> he was like he was scrappy, they might have been able to get him to kill Scrappy. Like he was waiting, waiting to be the next one in line. Word, word. Okay. You know whatever you give me. He's the snitch. He's the next. Ain't no loyalty. Who the hell are you? He was very pressed to be in for you in a month. You know, Marv is sitting there. He's kind of like, mm, girl, we don't know these people. We don't know New Jersey. We letting Warrell give us tips for for money-making opportunities. And again, this is where uh, another instance where Marv is seeming to be more reasonable and logical and level-headed. Like, this is where he's the big brother, but he has thrown big brother out of his favor due to his mistakes. But he is the big brother. He's like, yo, we need to slow down. Marv is not as stupid as we like to play him. Right. You know what I mean? We play Marv real stupid for our own entertainment. And Marv is not stupid like that. He's just not. Um, But they were presenting him as stupid in this way. Like, oh, he... Like he left field, like he's left the center for sure. Like they talking about stuff and he always got some other shit. Well, yeah. Yeah. The man does seem to have a little ADHD, perhaps a little scatterbrain, but he's, he, they, he a soldier. Honestly, both of them are soldiers. And that's something that bums me out about their story because those siblings function as a unit more often than they don't. Um, but anyway, so they're in New Jersey. Damon trying to be employed a month. You go from that, to, <laughs> <laughs> you go from that to, to the studio, and our girl is killing me. Is that her voice? I don't think so. What's her name? Haley, Haley, Haley Blakeford. That's her name, voice. Haley. I wonder if that's her voice. I did, I was thinking that it wasn't. Oh, no, no. Sis is a Broadway actress. So that is her voice? That is probably her voice. She's 23. I can see it. I can see it. Mm. Yeah, she's 23. Wow, wow. If you look at her Instagram, she's so dolled up. And she has an album out. Of course she does. You know, that that is a voice. So she's in the studio. You know, Juke is in the studio. She's recording. Crown is like transfixed. 
Everyone is enwrapped with her beautiful voice. Sis come out the fucking booth and Crown gives it to her straight. What did you think of that? Tell the people what Crown um, said. Crown essentially said, you sound good, but no man is going to want to mess with you. You're trying to appeal to men. He's essentially saying, because I've heard this all the time, you need to be the person men want to sleep with and women want to be. And right That's now, he said, he said, he said right I, now, you, you, you need to be, wait, niggas he said, you need to fuck. be a bitch. Niggas want to fuck. That's yeah. what he said. In front I, of her uncle. Yeah. He said, when I close my eyes, I'm like, I could really get with you. But when I open my eyes, I'm like, who's this member of um, new edition of new edition. You'd like that member. Very edition. disrespectful. And, you know, Lou's trying to defend her. But he has a point. Does he have a point? I feel like he has a point about the look in comparison to the music. But then, what year did Brandy come out? Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. What I you think that I think that Brandy comes out. A little bit later, but this is 91 and everybody, there was a lot of girls who were in their tomboy shit. Hell, Everyone in Aaliyah came at us, granted, years later. On yeah, way, way, way. later, way. but I'm saying it's not something that couldn't have been done. Um, Do you think they're going to give her song to that Ziza chick? Well, let's finish with, with what happens. Because Lulu is supposed to be her protector. And goes from her protector to being like encouraging because men, and is like, yeah, but you know, you are really pretty, you are beautiful, like you, you could, like you got to use what you got. Now, I don't understand why you got real mad about it because it I sounded don't. like he was saying you. It didn't sound like he was saying he didn't say, um, yo, you're cute. We could play up on you being cute. And this nigga, what's dude's name? Camacho. I. I Crown Camacho. Okay, so Camacho is has already said it in a way that made it very sexualized. So anything that Lulu came up to say that also, didn't... Also, he said, niggas want to fuck you. And that was the mistake, because my, my, my good sis could really give a fuck what men want to do to her. She's not into that. That's not where her bread is buttered. Right. And um, I think a part of it is like, she knows Lulu, Lulu know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I think Lulu knows that she's a homosexual. Uh, uh, um, yes. Wait, what? A le uh, a Lebe uh, from Lebanese? A Lebanese from Lebanese? You? Yeah. Are you a homosexual? No. What did uh, Marvin say? You Lebanese? Oh Lord, Marvin's such a fucking clown, man. Um. What should we call it? They know. Right. So they Raquel know. Knows, Kanan knows. The father knows. Lulu's not going to be the only one to not know. Right. So we get to this thing. She runs out and, you know, Lulu's feeling bad. Poor Lulu. Every time Lulu's in the studio, honestly. There's no peace. Except for the time he ignored um, the call. So, you know, you go from that in the studio to Marvin. Marvin is at anger management with Miss Renee, Miss Honey, Miss Honey. 
with Miss Renee running running group. Now group is going good. The lady is talking about she's on meds and you know what it's like to be on her meds and blah 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 blah. And you know, she's going from there and they're talking about, you know, the numbness that you could get put into with meds and just really having a what I would say is it's a, a pretty good group session, you know? Mm-hmm. So then um <laughs> You know, they teach Marvin how to breathe. And openly aggressive. Well, yeah. He's proud. Yeah, but he, he's such a flirt. He's... Oh, he was looking real cute flirting with her. I was like, oh. Our man was looking like something. Yes. He, he was looking like something. He was. He was looking like something, something. And Miss Renee was seeing it, too. He was being very adorable. He was picking up what he was putting down. Yes. Saved by the people. Yes, he was 100% picking up what she was putting down. But then his beep was going off. Our man, everyone's beepers are going off because, you know, Raquel, in between his time, gets to the, to the, um... The shop. Oh, no, before, no, but before that, before that, Famous, because this is what I'm telling you about the lies, goody. So we meet up with Famous. First of all, I just want to say this, y'all. Famous looked like all the Puerto Rican boys I went to high school with. Yep. That hair, every Puerto Rican. That hair, not it's like there. not all. He looked like ninety-five percent. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give it a smooth like fifty because the other and rest of them look more like like on the me side of things. But he looked like half of the Puerto Rican dudes. That I went to school with, with his curly ass hair. I went to school in the BX. Uh, he looked like all oh, the whole of them. Yeah, so he he was definitely giving with that haircut, which was like his version of a blowout. So curly, so cute. The poor young man is out here smoking fucking Lucy's because the man, young man, ain't got no place to live, and his mom then burnt him to everybody. Um, which is fucked up. Um, which is real fucked up. Um, but that's usually how it goes, too. Like, you know, I know last week we had our our thing about the differences. Like, in my family, when it went down and you got in trouble with one, you got in trouble with your mom, before you even close, blink your eyes five times, Everybody knows the problem and everybody's either going to give you a lecture or nobody's talking to you. Everybody. Mm-hmm. To the point so, where it'd be like, can you just beat me and let's try to keep this between us? Please, <laughs> just beat me, please, because I don't, I don't want to hear all this. Like, we get in trouble. Like, my uncle was already driving from Connecticut. The people from Barbados was on the line. How you could do this to your mother? It, it was too much. Oh my beat, gosh. Beat me that's and a, let us end it in this 45 minutes or whatever. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a whole fucking lot. It really is, but it's how it goes down. So our young man is out here with his newspaper. Um <laughs> looking for his places and he's been sleeping at the Y. At the Y. And I, I imagine that that's supposed to be the Y. At um Parsons, the Central Queens Y. That's where I went to day camp. 
at the YMCA. And um, but somebody tried to touch him at the Y, and uh, that wasn't cool. So our man was out here trying to find himself a little apartment. Um, it just, it just, it was rough stuff. So what was really rough stuff is that he's like, oh, I know your mom. You know that he t- he's the one that tells Canaan yep. that Scrap is dead, and that should not have been the case. I think Raquel got distracted by the uh, by Juliana missing because if she was really, but she has so many lies in the pot, she can't keep up. That's the problem with lying. She can't keep up with all the lies because that's that, that's a full that's a full part on her part, like. If you was gonna make it believable, you would have needed to tell Kanan that this dude that you was holding down and he was holding you down, you would have needed to tell him, "Yo, I have something to tell you." You would have had to play. You can't finish. You can't start the lie and not play it out. Mm-hmm. She's not playing out that lie. She's not playing out. Yo, even with Howard, she could have had the story told in a way that had it in her favor. She could have been like, he is your father, but he was older. She could have said anything. She could have kept lying is what you're saying. No, she could have said, that's your father. And And the reason I ain't tell you he was your father was because he was a piece of shit. Which he himself said, you tell the truth. And then you tell the truth. He's a piece of shit. Because he himself admitted, I really care about nobody but myself anyway. I would have liked to tell you I would have been there for you, but the truth is I only been there for myself my whole life. I don't know, Goody. I don't know. I don't know, girl. I mean, I ain't trying to cut her no bill, but if you're going to tell the lie, tell the whole lie. Go go all out, Ma. Don't just do the lie. You got to play it up. I don't know. I don't know. I just... She's so fucking. I don't know. She. It's too yeah. enough. It's too much. It's too much. Yes. That's the word. She too enough. She really is a fucking. I don't know. She. She. You know. I don't. You know how I feel. You know. I don't. I don't. What's the word? I don't really Raquel too heavily because I feel like she's not smart in her home life. She don't look after her son properly to me, but you know, you she always want to talk through her teeth with her fucked up accent and tell everybody about what's gonna happen with her fucking son. Or anyway, bitch, you know how I feel about her. Um, she's not, she's not. So she's not delegating correctly. No, she's not thinking clearly. She's biting off more than she could chew in business and with the lies. Now, the one thing she is doing is she is getting dressed because this season she is wearing nothing but Versace. Yep. And I think that's to let us know that she's very, very Absolutely. much more trying to elevate herself. Like she's wearing very much a lot of like high end Versace shit. She's also really, really small. So when she goes to the store and she sees what all is going on, she's trying to get in the, in the store. It's locked. What's going on? She's now trying to gather up all her troops. She's at Juliana's house. She's trying to beat Lulu. Um, she's trying to get Marvin to come home. 
Kanan's ass is somewhere with sticky fingers. Because uh, your man needs help. Your man need famous need help. He can't be having people slip slip in his bed. He he need the help. What do you think about um? What do you think about him stealing from his mother like that? I think that was the first sign. The first thing I thought was this acting out. It's him acting out. It's his rebellion because she's lying to him. He says that he doesn't know for sure, but he senses it because it's fucked up. She ain't telling me about scrap. I ain't even like that dude when I first met him, but he and I grew close. He watched me in the trap house the first time she lied to me. He and saved had me- his life. Mm-hmm. Remember? He saved his life. No, but you remember? I- she bit, like, the lies are piling up. You told me you was going to let me put in work. That was only babysitting. Mm-hmm. And then the nigga you put to watch me was resenting me because he felt I had next over him. But then we f- found a way to be cool. And now he gone. But now he gone, but you you messing with me. So he goes to the stash house, jumps on the elevator. Everybody, nobody's paying him no attention because they just think of him as Rock Sun. As they said, Rock Kid is here, right? Mm-hmm. And young man grabs a pack. Meanwhile, you heard the crackhead when she was complaining about the quality of crack. Mm-hmm. She said it, it ain't like a. She said, Unique would have never had this. I thought that was very interesting. I thought that was very interesting that they was complaining about her product. It's very interesting. I wonder what's going on. Is her shit stepped on in some way, shape, or form? Like, what's happening? I don't think she's... uh... I I don't know. The crackhead probably just was... Yeah, because unless they stepping on it, because was was what Kanan took before or after they process it or whatever, because the the heads on the street, no, it no, was packaged and ready crack. to go. Yeah, it was ready to go. He took work. Yeah, well, the the crackheads on the street was like, oh, now this is it. Yeah, he took work. He took work. Yeah, maybe that lady was just like a um a disgruntled uh, customer. Yeah, she's she was this a disgruntled customer. So then I'm looking at my notes, you guys. Sorry. Um, you know, sometimes the iPhone is just the most perfect thing, and other times it's really for shit. Um, so when they're having this conversation with Marvin, and he's telling, you know, Rock is telling Marvin what happened, and is saying basically like, you know. One thing she called out that I, I didn't think of is like, no matter what, they didn't want to tell the plug that there was yeah. a problem. That makes sense, though. Because yeah. it wasn't just a little problem. It was your cousin's gone and I don't have money for your re-up. It was a big problem. It was two big problems. Unique? Mm-hmm. He's always fucking with me, man. He's always fucking with me. Unique. That's what you are. 
That's what you are. Yeah, so, so her and Unique have this weird thing, but Unique has had a thing about rock since the beginning. So I think that she kind of like pulls it apart and figures out that it's him. They're kind of like having this, all this banging on tables about it and Kanan being youthful and up to shenanigans, which I like. I do like him being into some shenanigans. I like that for him, you know? Mm. I like. I don't like him stealing from his mother's business. Again, I thought that was just, you know what? She been, she's a fucking liar. And he, he's lying by omission at this stage. He was very hurt by the fact that he didn't know Scrap was gone. And but he didn't have time to focus on it because famous was like, can we worry about niggas who's living? I hate to be insensitive right now. I gotta tell you, he is really he's embodying the shits, yo. He's embodying he is Allerton Avenue. He is embodying the shits. Okay. Like, I'm really sorry about all of this, but I hate to be insensitive right now while chewing his fucking gum and making sure his Lucy don't fall out his ear. I love it all. You hear me? Do you hear me? I hear you. All of it. I just love I love them. Like I like them on screen more than Rock, honestly, because they are actors who are acting like their characters in every way, shape, or form. And it could be because they're younger. I do accept that the lady who is playing Rock is a lot older than Rock is supposed to be, so there's like a lack of flexibility, maybe, in her ability to not always seem like such a fucking asshole. Um, but, I like, think, but maybe her role is to seem like an asshole. Yeah, but there's something about it that doesn't feel filled with fire it feels too firm and when you're in your 20s and 30s there's still a little bit of looseness about who you are as a person but some of the way she plays it in my opinion feels like a grown ass woman in her late 30s early 40s and that's not what rock is she's too firm in everything and she has no light she has no light there's no light in this woman like even when we get to the stuff with Card with with fucking Cartier Foucault, come on, fam, that motherfucker was spitting hot fire. Even if you just laughed, because this is ridiculous. Everybody's so hard mm-hmm. all the time. You you gonna be banging like, at? I know who you are. Okay, get out the fu- get the fuck out my face. Yeah. So and it's funny because the boys get the crap. They go back to the block. They pretend like they're selling Famous' mixtape and they make a little bit of money. Now, I don't understand why having that package, which would have been like a day's worth of work, didn't get enough money, but it did. Um, you know, and, and they go to the studio. And before they go back to the studio, Bert goes to see her dad, who's like a retired cop, right? And her dad's and like, get in that nigga business. Ain't no secrets. But that's not what he said. He literally said the opposite. He was basically like, mind your fucking business. Like, you don't not trust him. He I wasn't thought, so I thought he was heard. No, absolutely. No, because you know how there's some of those cops that's like, oh, you're not blue. You're not black. You're not white. You're blue. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was what he was saying. Like, that's your partner. You don't question him. Y'all just have to trust each other. The end. That was what I took from it. I did not take from it. That he was telling that girl to not mind her fucking business, even though she was not minding her fucking business. 
Um, but they kind of get that. They just give us that little drip, which I liked just seeing like her dad, seeing that she's really close to him. But I feel like, you know, if he knew the truth, he might not be that close. So you get back to the studio. What I'm, I'm saying, even looking at her, though, like the truth is almost evident. She damn near wear her dad's clothes and her big brother's jacket or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't think that that's how people see people like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think that that's how people see people like Um. So they go back to the studio. That damn terrible Ziza is singing. She's giving very much Brenda K. Star to me. Yeah, we not here for that. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling her. I do understand what um, Mans is trying to say. Where he's like, yo, my artist is, you know, we need something even stronger than this. Like, I want this something better. I wonder, do you think they're going to give her? I think they're going to give her Juke Song. Or somehow that's going to become a point of contention. So... I don't. How do they give her juke song? Like they put paperwork together because Camacho's good at understanding what needs to happen legally. I think that somebody hears it and they're gonna want it. I don't know. I just have a feeling that Camacho, based on some of the stuff we see in the rest of this episode, he's about to make a mess of this whole relationship, and it ain't gonna end well for him. And he's gonna be on the outside looking in. That's what I think. That's my opinion. I could be wrong, and I'm happy to be wrong. But I think what's also dope is that the track was good and Lulu did it. He did the he produced the music and helped her compose a little. So, you know, whatever his dad, his his no name ass dad taught him was valid. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely musically talented. Um so Cardia, but his drama, he's so dramatic. And I love it. Rock comes in, she's just all gloom and doom. They, the man called her a revelation. You can't, you can't fucking crack a smile with that. This motherfucker is unnecessarily quoting Shakespeare. You just got to stare at him like he's shit on the street. I expect it. You know, I would have felt better because you remember when we first meet Rock, we realized that Rock was as smart as her child. Right? But she just probably, for whatever reason, she didn't get a chance to optimize her intelligence. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice if she would have been like, I know that that's Shakespeare. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been nice. Or if she would have finished and gave him the next line. Something like that. Because yeah, they, just... So the way that they're showing Marv, you remember when Christina Applegate was first on, um, I forget the name of the show. But she, Mary was, was right? yeah, she was really smart and they just dumped her down as the seasons progressed. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yes. Okay. The new Alante. Right. Like you know, I feel like they're doing the reverse with Marv. Like he, they introduce us to this idiot, but he's actually not as stupid. He. I think if he does what he's supposed to do with this lady, um. He might have a level of emotional intelligence. We're getting there. Like, go go ahead. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get there. So I I laughed and I said, Crown is nosy. And as I said, Crown was nosy. Cardi is like, you a nosy motherfucker. <laughs> because 
Rock comes in. She needs to talk to Lulu. She makes her powerful position known. I'm so this bitch. Honestly. Like, we get it. So she tells him what's going on. Crown's being nosy. But it's we have to advance the story somehow. Fine. Meanwhile, everyone's trying to run up to the stash house. Marvin gets to the projects. And he's trying to get where he needs to go. And between Kanan and everybody the fuck else, they keep pushing past my man Demo in the wheelchair. Yeah, Demo is up, huh? Well, I mean, I don't know. When I used to go out, there used to be guys that would be in the clubs in wheelchairs. Uh, yes. And they were not in wheelchairs because... You know, some of them were in wheelchairs. I know why they were in wheel. I I know why yeah. they were in wheelchairs because you know I used to see them too. Either see them, or after a while, because you know, slightly green. After a while, I was like, "Why so many people in fucking wheelchairs?" It was like, "Yo, they was in the life. They, they will. They earned that shit. Like, they they got it on as hell." The first episode, didn't we see somebody who might have had ended up in a wheelchair? In the hospital where Rock was like, all right, whatever it costs, we got him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Demo down there, tough as hell, with his sweater and his Jordans. Um, and you know, he's mad. Look, if I was in a wheelchair and I couldn't take the stairs and I lived in the building and I needed to go upstairs and I had to wait 45 minutes in the lobby, I would be livid myself. And there's an opportunity with there's a, a confrontation between him and Marv. And he kind of steps to Marv pretty hard. Yeah, in the way that he would normally end up um, flipped out that damn wheelchair. If Marv was... Or something. Because that man's... What did he say? He said, I got shot seven times. I'm still putting niggas on their back. You want to be the next one? I don't think he's still putting niggas on their back, though. Cause if Why he, not? Because if he was, they wouldn't be punking him try, when he tried to get in the elevator. They but they're like, not no. punking him. There's no room. And if he's not being a badass in his project, then, you know, I don't, I got the sense by his clean Jordans and the way that he looked, he was in a wheelchair, but he wasn't in a wheelchair. Okay. So he was there, but he wasn't there. You know, he still had a lot of fire in his belly. He was not scared to step to Marv, but I love that Marv de-escalated. He took his breaths. He was breathing. <laughs> He's so ridiculous, yo. He is a common belief because he, you know, you know, gets the man an elevator, gets the elevator for a demo. And he's talking about my name is Demo. You better recognize all this shit. And honestly, what was Mars supposed to do? Fight this man in a fucking wheelchair? Breathe. You know, he already been through a lot. But Mark before would have wanted to fight him, kill him, do all of these things. And that shit is unnecessary. So I liked it. I like I like what we're seeing with Marv, which might be a little broke. The problem here is that when the when the Thomas brothers want to throw, it gets in the way of what Raquel needs and she quashes she quashes it. And that's why I don't like her. So up up Demo goes up to where he lives. And then next thing you know, we see in Detective Howard doing it. Ugh. She was a cutie, though. I know her face was somewhere. I do too. I don't know where. I don't. I don't know where. But I know her face from somewhere. She was on something. She's from somewhere. But basically, I thought he had a date. He did, but a different type of date. 
he hired a sex worker. Which a lot more men should do. (laughs) Well, yes. So he hires a little sex worker and they're having this conversation after he's done. And, you know, he makes a offhanded remark about her son, whether he knows what she does. And she really gets offended. And I think rightfully so, because I think he was, I think he had gone past his place there. Yes, for sure. Well, you know, he a father now, so he just trying to. He a father and a truth teller. If he don't shut his fucking ass up. So, you know, sis gets mad. It's like, look, no matter what, I love my child. My child knows he loves me. Whatever, what have you. She leaves the house. Now, when this, when the prostitute leaves the house, why the fuck is Burke in front of, of, um, of yeah, where, who she was following? The prostitute? Why? No, she just come to watch this man's house. Yeah. I I don't understand what Burke is supposed to be doing here. She needs to be over there with the cute lady that she uh, wouldn't. Adina? Yeah. Adina. So anyway, meanwhile, Burke being nosy, being weird. And another thing that came up, I don't understand Warrell. (sighs) Because I don't want to be the way that people keep threatening me. They threatening him. They treating him like shit. But you know, he dressed fresh, so you know he Girl. Warrell blowout is a million bucks. His blowout is very, very early. Unique. Perfect. He looks perfect. He looks like a person from that time. Yeah. Like his I mean, because he's got cheekbones four days. He's got hairline four days. Hair head hair round, like not an afro. But a blowout, which is like a little different. The leather jackets are always on point. Um, I know what he did. I know what he tried to do to our man Lou, so I don't forgive him. Right? Mm-hmm. So right, like, uh, Marv is is coming is gaining on Lou in so far as his hotness. Like before, Lou was like straight fire. Something about Lou's confusion and not really getting into the work that he's supposed to be putting in, and something about the way Marv is flirting with the lady. I was like, oh, Marv, he's he's definitely getting to be managed because last year he was putting his hands around his daughter's neck. It was hard to think he was sexy between doing that and having, trying to get her to not go to Lebanon, and then, right, and and having disassociated sex with Tony. So it's a little he's a little bit different this season. So. While, you know, Rock is threatening Warrell, you got to find out what happens to my money or I'm going to kill you, basically, is what she was kind of saying. And then you get back in the house and you see, and every time I see Kanan and Drew together, I get really sad. But I do love the, it's definitely the cousin conversation and here comes the stupid adult and yeah, our face looked like we was talking about some shit and let me clear out so you and your moms could talk. But it, it is sad where they ended up, but I try to stay in the moment. No, that's good. I, I admire you for doing that. Because every time I see them connect, I'm like, I can't believe that this is where this goes. It's partially because I really like Juke here. And the moment that she showed up in power, I really disliked her. Like, mm. like it wasn't like five minutes of, oh, she might be cool. And then you find out she's not cool. It was just like, Oh, this cop bitch is is something wrong with her. And then it was like, oh shit, that's what's wrong with her. 
Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. When and you look at it that way, Juke is real. I have a warm place for her as she's on her journey to leading. <sighs> yeah, but the thing, the fact that he tells her everything, like he tells her, hey, that man said he was my dad. For and real? Like, you know, why would he even say that? You told your right. mom that's what he said? Yeah, and he's, she's kind of like, you don't believe him. Because in her mind, she's like, she wouldn't fuck with no cop. And that's also young people. Mm -hmm. You're not born your occupation, sweetie. Like, you're not born your occupation. So when she was fucking with him, he wasn't a cop. And she wasn't who she is. Right? Mm. But they're such bad liars. And then Raquel comes in that room and tells more fantastical lies. That laugh that she let out, that fake-ass laugh. Yeah, it was bad. He's like, he he's tried to tell me the same thing, too. No, Ma, for real. Can't nobody who you never slept with come and tell you that you... Who the fuck he think he is? What do you think he's Joseph? Like, what, what's supposed to be happening here? Because another, like, a other truth have to come out. Like, what's the... So Defcon, this thug Defcon knew that you wasn't... Like, what's happening here? What kind of woman are you? Are you the kind of woman who lies to a man and tells him that he's the father of the child? Or are you going to come and tell the whole world that Defcon was a homosexual? What's happening? Right. Well, the lying, I think that he could sense that she was not telling the truth. He looking at her like, look at this motherfucking liar. Again, <laughs> Again, but because he's a kid, he can't be like, Ma, can't nobody you've never slept with. But dude been trying to tell him he smashed his mom from gate. I know your moms. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't tell me you know my mom. I'll fuck you up. You don't know my mom. You don't know my mom. Fuck out of here. So, so it's that unraveling that I was talking about in the beginning. And, and now we're halfway through the episode and it's just like another string is getting pulled because she chose to tell that big, big, dumb lie. Right? And Maliko always says this thing like, you think you know everybody, but we know you too. And I think sometimes with parents, parents know their kids and they're always in their kids' faces about how much they know them. I, I know you. I know what my mom had six, right? Your mom had two, so... You know, it was easy for us to say, oh, I might pull one by her. But my mom used to be like, Darlene, I know what you give. I know the difference between what you would do and what Tricia would do. I know the difference. You can't trick me. I know you too, Ma. I know right. We They forget that we know them. Your kids, you know your kids. And the only people they know, they you the people they know the best if you really want to get into it. And I think that what she's doing is treating him like an asshole. And I think that that's the part that bothers me. Because she thinks she's either you raising the future. But then that was the problem that we've always had. Like our generation, when we think of how we raise our children differently, like our parents really was trying to treat us like we were some idiots. And they already knew by virtue of some of the things we were capable of doing. That we were smarter than them in a lot of ways. Like, dang, I wasn't doing this. Something as simple as the bassinet. You remember when bassinets were like a big thing? I don't even think bassinets could be a big thing anymore because children are turning over quicker than they used to turn over. 
People still get bassinets. I know they, they still, still get them, them, but you're like back in the days, it would be like the bassinet's good for eight weeks. But now kids turning over at two weeks. So it's like, uh, I'm going to just buy a boppy and put this motherfucker in his real bed. Mm, yeah. It depends. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, hang on one second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now it's not like Nicki Minaj. So after we see more lying, right? And remember, Rock is a liar from before. Remember she lied to Kanan. She killed Kanan's friend. Yeah. D was. And remember he figured that out. That was the first lie. And then the second lie, honestly, was her asking her to shoot. What's his name? Well, and no, the, the first lie was actually telling him that she was putting him in the game when she put him in babysitting. Right. But no, no, but the, I'm talking about big lies. Okay. Was D-Wiz. Uh -huh. And then the next big lie was, you got to kill this guy for me because he's threatening me. And then the next lie was that shit she told him about Scrappy. It's not curling all the way over, sis. And you're, you're not you're, even, again, you're not following up. The Scrappy thing, you could have followed up with some grief, but you can't even pull that one anymore because we seen, did you do that already? Beloved. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in between that, you know, Marv is hanging out with his brother and he's listening to Juke's music. You know, Marv gets in the car, Lulu's listening to Juke's music and he asks if she asks about me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why would she ask about you? You are a villain. But I think that by the time the season ends, Mark, uh, Marv will be asking Juke for his forgiveness. Her forgiveness. Yeah, but I think... He should have gotten to that point already. And I think that's one of the things that the lady... It's only been three months. I think that's one of the things the lady's going to help with him with as they do the pillow talking. Right, but remember that he's... He's his version of Symphony. He, he gets a Symphony this season. He deserves. But remember, it's only been three months. Don't forget that. Maybe four months now. So... It's been about three or four months since he tried to kill his child because of her gender, because of her sexuality. That's nuts. So, you know, it's fucked up, though. But what else is really fucked up is that shit Crown did, going to their house and yeah, stepping to Rock like, like that. Like, what? And I would have loved, we didn't get to, but I would have wanted to hear um, where he was going. Like, what? what's his plan? Lulu's not that bad for business. Lulu's great for business because you weren't paying any of your bills prior to Lulu. So where's he bad for business? Zizza? Does he want to fuck Zizza? I mean, you'll get to after Lulu. You don't mind. Oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you don't mind. You'll, you'll get there. Mm, 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 child. Go ahead, Goody. Talk your shit. So. <clears throat> but wait a minute. Let's talk about how he was dressed, though. That was like, you had Bro, two kinds of guys. You had you had your guys from the streets or not necessarily outfits. from the streets. Like, you had your guys who were going to definitely hit you with the Tim, the Tim look, the, the, the goose or the Sergio Tucci. You had your sweatsuit dudes, but then you had your dudes who go put on their button down shirt, they little ha almost hammer time slacks and they shoes. Mm -hmm. 
and a vest. Man's looking like somebody from the window of a store. But very helpful to everyone but Lulu. That's a hater. Every He can help everyone but Lulu. You don't think he's being a hater? I don't know what it is that he hates about Lulu except the fact that Lulu be like, shut the fuck up. I'm the one who put the money in here. Lulu moves like he got a... Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. no, mm. <laughs> you can clip that shit, sis. That's what you can clip. Lou. <laughs> yeah. DDE all day. All day. And that's that, and it's probably his big forehead. Um, it's something about his big face that makes me feel like everything is symmetrical. <laughs> Look, I love me some Malcolm Mays, you heard? I mean... If only he wasn't so five. Like, he's a baby. Oh, well. I'm just here to look. I can't touch nothing. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not anybody, um, cougar. But he was talking about having, about how he had to learn how to have a platonic relationship with a woman and how it changed him. Mm -hmm. like, well, that is lovely. Tell us more, mm -hmm, sir. It wouldn't sir. be it wouldn't be me. So if he was a little bit older, ain't no friends for me. He'd be like, yo, I'm oh, saying, yes. <laughs> I was, you know, there was a debate about male female relationships, as there always is. I think that the male female friendship is very valuable. It helps give it's me what clarity. he was saying. He had never had one before. And they were like, well, are you attracted to her? And he's like, There's, everything about her is attractive. But the value that's, the not, that's not the relationship. Like, now, you know, what may, I don't know what the future will hold, but for right now, the chat, the, the learning, I think more men could be benefited to spend some time getting to know a lady as a human, not as your sex partner, as, the person who may feed you because you find it is it it fucks them up but they will find that women are are they can have an impact beyond being an assistant to your orgasms right like um and this is you know an aside but like some of my you know i have a lot of male friendships if i back to what we were saying if i find you to be fine i'm not going in your friend zone you oh, okay. I'm telling you out the gate, yo. I'm saying, look at you. That's true no Capricorn shit. This ain't no friendship, yo. This is me waiting. I'm waiting for my turn. I'm not playing the friend, the friend zone. I'm waiting for my turn, sir. Okay, now, okay. Let me find out that you are real Capricorn, just pushy and firm. Well, yeah, or you know, people would call it aggressive, but you know, I, I don't. I didn't say aggressive. What did I no, say? But some men, men call it aggressive. Men call okay. it aggressive until I wear it. I'm wearing it down, baby. <laughs> silly. So we're trying to get into this last part of the episode, and it really does take a turn. Because the next thing you know, we see Warrell with his perfect blowout, popping a plea. And this is what I'm saying. Warrell won't be the next scrap with the telling. Either that ain't going to kill him. I think they're going to kill him. And his mom's going to... No. <laughs> but Warrell, somehow unique. We saw to Warrell. We saw last week that unique was like, wow, nigga, like, 
you down with them. And he's like, bro, you need to get off the field. And I thought that was rude. And to be honest with you, if he would have ended Worrell in that moment from a game is the game, I would have got it. Like, it's not for you to tell me. But you need not an idiot. Right? Because once you figure out, oh, that's where you at? I'm going to use that. I'm going to be able to utilize. I'm going to optimize and leverage your relationship over there. Yeah, because you need to fucking rock. He can plant negative seeds if he wanted to with Rock about Warrell because they don't trust him fully. So Warrell comes, he's like, oh, hey, Rock, you know, uh, Unique has your money and he has Juliana. He, he wants to meet. Girl, let me tell you something about Joey Badass. I know, first of all, Joey Badass is a grown fucking man. He's like 28. So I don't feel bad saying, yeah. Yeah, he has his skin beautiful, everything. That's Malik's boyfriend. Malik loves him. Malik loves him. I wouldn't watch him or nothing. No, that's her vibe. That slim, dark skin, mannish, no soft edges, all. See, I'm, you see I, I like the Lulu, Marv, yeah. like the, the, the ones who need saving a little bit. The ones who need a little bit of saving. Well, I'm talking about like the physical yeah, I know. features. Like his features are so firm. I like oh, a Lulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Joey Badass is going to be even a handsome older man. Like like model, like, oh, I could see you. Like they could do something with your face. if mm-hmm. you, you could be a face model. Not a face model. <laughs> so, Goody, these scenes, because again, shout out to Nina. That's her name? The weekend yeah, name? yeah, Nina. Nina Manny, shout out to her and her team, honey, because they came to tell the jokes here. So either she wrote the words and then Joey Badass is just so good. Because when they go in to, to confront him, first, what does he say? I wrote it down. He says, Good to see you too, Rock. Mm-hmm. So Rock is trying to give him all that tough shit. And I, could see, I, I could see a white comedian writing that, though. Not, but it's the way that Joey yeah, it's Badass... The way, it's what he it. brought to it, but good to see you too. Yeah. I, I, but, but he delivers it in a mm-hmm. different way. Because Unique's character is always giving an energy to Rock like. You said this way I would love to sleep with you. You are yes. You are that chat. I gotta take you down. One of these days I'm I would really, I feel like you are my equal, and it would be so nice if our bodies squished against each other for 15 minutes. I mean, you know I got a kid in the situation. And I don't know also what that like can do from down to the place. But I yeah. would I would like to get to know you a little bit more. In a physical form. In a physical, fo- I'd like to get you on a physical level and maybe fight this out. Did he tell her he missed her? Honey, he said, I missed the hell out of you, girl. Mm-hmm. I fucking laughed the first time I watched the episode and the second because he is standing here with a gun to Juliana's head. Juliana looked like she ready to piss. He got on his fucking champion gear, his hoodie. They all got guns on him. And this motherfucker is deciding now is the time to hood flirt. But that's not where that's not where it ends, Goody. Cause she talking her tough shit and this motherfucking hole. I had to make you work for it, baby. Yeah, he, he he's getting off on this. This is like this is foreplay for him. Well, he has always dealt with rock like rock is a woman. 
Mm-hmm. In a mad and also, thing, and he's like, "Yo, I will fuck you out the game." What? Right. And but, but she's a woman, but also she's a woman. Mm-hmm. And you know how people be trying to like how someone would deal with you. Mm-hmm. It would not be the same unless they were attracted to her. But most people treat Rock like they're scared of her. He is annoyed by her. He is mad at her. He has wanted to kill her. But he has always made it very clear, like, bitch, let me just let you know that my dick wakes up for you. Like, so you know, like, just so you know, hey, girl, nice to see you. You look very pretty. I like the new hairstyle. Your Versace is pretty lit. What's good, sis? So, like, I just wanted to be like, hey, and what does he say he wants? Peace. Yeah. And Lulu's like, they're like, leave. And he's like, I, yeah, no, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm out here, yo. Fuck you, me. Nah, he said, and from what he said, I'm from Southside. He said, Southside home, all a nigga know. He's not leaving, but he wants peace. Yeah, but then, like, is there peace for a nigga who was that nigga? Well, what he said was, well, it depends. Because what he was saying is, like, I can't I can't get nothing started here. So they're like, yo, go somewhere else. And he's like, well, there's a me everywhere, which I thought was, he was like, or are you. He respects her so much. Because she was like, you acting up because you lost. And he's like, nah, not really. It's because I don't have nowhere to go and I can't trust y'all. Like, mm-hmm. are y'all going to leave me alone? So I had to get your attention. I had to steal your money. I had to grab your chick to get your attention so we can have this conversation. Well, was they really fucking with him? Or is he asking that they have the cops back down a little? Because it's the cops that's backing in. No, they need him. He needs peace. He needs whatever, to know they're not looking for him. Yeah, whatever Unique's next thing is going to be, and it will be a thing, he needs rocking them not to interfere with him. You've interfered with me enough, bitch. You set me up. I am fucked here. But, and this is a this is an unfortunate thing about people who get landlocked into hoods. He should leave. Mm-hmm. He should go. He shouldn't stay. It's finished. He will have no peace. Even though they will have peace. He will have no peace. Because they said, we're going to get him on something. Mm-hmm. And then this damn homie. <laughs> he used to be the man, homie. But I, you, okay, you think it was that when when his uh, girl came and was like, yo, the way she was looking at me, I was scared. Yes. Now he will come up with some shenanigans. Oh, for sure. It's not, or, it's not finished. Or, not, not fucking rock. Or the flip side. Is that this motherfucker, next thing you know, he'd become the next Eric Adams of it all. That's possible. Because he is charismatic and, you know, except that right now the cops are very angry with him because they don't believe. They're still not 100% sure that he didn't shoot Howard. They well, just they're can't. Sure. They, they're not sure he didn't send somebody to shoot Howard. Yes. But, you know, for damn well. Right. He ain't. But the, cops, the cops are like, we're going to still lean on him because fuck him. Yeah, right, because we can. Right. I'm not doing anything else anyway. Granted, there's a whole bunch of other shit they could have been doing. So, do you think it's peace? No. So, what do you think is going to happen? I feel like the Italians come into play and him saving that. No, Unique and Rock. Yeah, but I think that comes into play and maybe there's some space for Unique in Jersey. 
because that's so definitely that guy he helped in jail. Mm-hmm. That's where he's gonna have a money opportunity. Yeah. Either that or they're gonna give him the supply to take. Oh, this bitch tried to come over here and take over our shit. Got you. Okay. I see what you're saying. We gonna Maybe. set some shit down down there. Fuck, Sorry, guys. Fuck her. <laughs> like, fuck her. See, I don't think it's gonna be fuck her. But your point is a good point about the Italians, because he just he did help that guy out in jail, and that is gonna come back. That was I hope that the writers didn't just throw us that thing for nothing. So okay. So your prediction is that unique is not gonna cause no more problems in Southside. You think Unique and Rock are going to become business partners of some sort? No, I don't think they could become business partners. See, I would think that would impress me if she was able to grab Unique. And it was, it's like business, right? You know, so everybody's across the aisle. If she well, was well, not politics, because politics is uh, more ugly than business, right? Everyone swears that all of these drug dealers are CEOs on the street. Now, if they were, then Rock would absorb and merge. With Unique and his crew, and they would be a bigger. I mean, they hinted at it when Mar when Lulu was like it. When Marv was like, he tried to kill you, and Lulu was like, that shit wasn't personal. It was business for me. Rock said that. Um, excuse me. Unique said that to him. No, he said I tried so, to kill him. Too. Marv said he tried to kill me. He tried to kill me too. And Lulu was like, was it business? Was it personal for you, Unique? Nah, it wasn't. Mm. Like, you had to go. You ain't go. But. Yeah. Warrell. So, <laughs> I don't know. Warrell. Warrell. So what happened? You think our Warrell's gonna survive the season? You think he's gonna make it? No. no I think he might kill I himself. Think... It's too many people coming at him with this sideways bullshit. His mom might Warrell, kill him. I do think Warrell is going to get shot. Mm-hmm. I do think Warrell might go to jail, but I think Warrell lives. For a while, I think that people like that, mid-level, leechy, play both sides people, actually get pretty far in this game. Just playing the playing the right side of shit at the right time, unless you get someone who's mentally ill. So I used to think maybe Unique was mentally ill, but now I see he's just a person. That's how they were writing him before. They yeah, were like, yeah. They were writing him like the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> everything was funny. Like I'm gonna just fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah, but like the way that he, the that flirtatious shit that he did in this, like this, the writing and the acting, and her acting. I wish she would have. There's something about her. There's a choice that she's making to remove her sexuality and her femininity away that takes away from the fact that this is a woman boss. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. That to be a boss and to be woman, you have to re- remove your femininity because your femininity is supposed to be the reason why you've been able to do one, two, three, four, five, or six, right? Okay. It's yeah. also, but, and, and that's my personal perspective. Like, I don't believe in removing my femininity for anything, but I also have not been a person who's in the military um, or not been a person who's in law enforcement. But when I see women in law enforcement and they do have a femininity and everyone's like, oh, they're hoes. And I'm like, that's fucked up. Because these are women in their feminine bodies who have to work for eight to 10 hours. Why should they suppress their femininity if they are feminine beings? You can be feminine and do a job and be effective. But for whatever reason, when we 
write these characters, we remove it. And I wish that Raquel, especially because she, they choose to cast her and write her as an attractive woman, mm-hmm. conventionally attractive, conventionally tall, thin woman, and this bitch runs around like a vapid black hole of nothingness. She's like, did you ever see the never-ending story? Yes. Raquel is like the nothing. She's just fucking nothing. She and 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 it became this because remember, at first we thought she loved her son until she did everything in her power to put him in every bit of danger to benefit her. Because she ain't did shit for Canaan yet. Everything she's done is for herself. Right. So even That's like her, the batteries, she you know what? Yes, I was gonna say the batteries was for Canaan. That's the last thing she did for him. So as a woman. You're a woman. I'm a woman. I'm not a mom. You're a mom. But, and I know that some women feel like they have to show up less feminine because it protects them. And my choice is sometimes it's not to show up less feminine, but I also have really clear boundaries of like, like I'm feminine, but that doesn't mean you can fuck me unless I want you to, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't cut off my femininity in, in, in any space. I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that anyone gets to do that to you. Yeah, but you, you know, just from the perspective of someone you, who had to go into the studio was the only woman in the studio, and just wanted to go in, spit, and leave all the time. You could. I'm not necessarily. I don't think if you know me, you know I don't. It, it's not my default to be the most feminine person in a room. I have a lot of masculine energy with me. I don't think that I'm the most feminine person in the room, but I do know that I am a feminine person. I've had to learn to embrace femininity. Yeah. I, and it's not, it doesn't mean that I'm not a person that won't jump when it's time to jump. It's not a person that won't buck when it's time to buck. But I am a woman who likes men. And when I'm around men that I think are, Attractive men, there's really nothing I could do to pretend like I'm not in a room around men that are attractive because, like Cartier said, a rose by another name. (laughs) 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 And that mother, and we know Cartier is an arch criminal. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. A murderer. I believe that's a murderer we're looking at there, Goody. We're looking at a murderer. We're looking at. um, He's a very good murderer. Somebody who's going to shake down a record label. He is you know down. Don't his don't money, don't owe me no favor. What did he say? His money's so clean. I can't remember what he said, but you know his money's very clean, and I like that. I like a I like a good criminal. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like someone who's somebody so relaxed. Who, somebody who makes straight money don't have to tell you their money clean because they're not even thinking in terms of laundering money. Like, but an arch criminal nonetheless. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's the character that I like. I don't like the stumbling of other, like of Unique. Unique is too overtly dangerous for my taste. He's the Joker. Penguin. It's, and, and, you know what, it's, villain. and you know what? It's no fun, right? Cartier, it, like Cartier's fun. Me and you and a bunch of girls, you know, make sure we okay. We could laugh. Bye, bye. And then when you and find out, oh yeah, he just finished murdering so and so. You'd be like, oh, he did he? Yeah. He is so nice. 
he, he's the one who on the news, he'd be like, you would have never expected it. Mm-hmm. I was coming from the supermarket. He helped me bring my bags. I didn't know he just murdered the neighbor. That's why he was in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 I do like, I like that energy. Um, But, you know, I like the masculine, feminine energy of it all. Like, I like that that stuff, you know. I do. I enjoy that. But anyway, child, before we get too far away from it, Juke then went back. You know what I love about Juke? Determination and patience. Well, in true true Queen's Girls fashion, always hopping on a bus and a train to get where you need to go, girl. Fuck that bus situation. Do you know how long it took her to get uptown from fucking Jamaica Queen's? Do you know what the commitment that is the queue whatever to the train, the E train into Midtown to switch over to maybe a six to maybe try to find a four or five to get uptown. So you come into the E at like 63rd and Lexington. 53rd and Lex, right? Um, you know what's stopping talking about on the six train? Yeah. But doesn't it make sense to just get off in um, Grand Central? Well, there's no Grand Central. Ain't gonna be no Grand Central. No, wait, Jamaica. you're right. You're right. That's fucked you gotta up. Get to, you gotta get to that 53rd. Yeah. You gotta get to that 53rd Street stop. That's switch to the up. train. And then you gotta get uptown. Yeah. We, are, that, we are talking about commitment. That's, my where, girl right, that's where she wrote that song. On the train. My girl, word. My girl be there before the sun is all the way down. I don't know where she's supposed to be, but she gets there. And I did want to ask you what you thought about this as a mom and as a as a mom specifically. So Juke goes uptown. She's following her mother on the street, follows her mom into the church. Her mom is the church choir leader, you think? Yeah, choir leader. Or just like the vocalist? No, choir leader. Because the vocalist so, is standing right there with the rest of the people looking down at the organist. But the, the leader is standing in front of them, letting them know where they're supposed to sing. But she got into the song song. Song goody. song song. When she saw him. I was scared that she would. I was like, they better do that on site recognition. So what do you think about that, though? Like Now, to be fair, there's one person that from the day they were born, if I would have never saw him again and I saw him as what he is right now, I would have known as him. Willie's godson, Kyrie. This child came into this world with the face he is right now at college. And his, I think he's in his second or third year of college. Same person. The person that I saw the picture of the day he was born and what he looks like now. But most people do not look that way. It's not even a look, though. What do you think it was? It's a connection. Did you feel like it was a recognition? It's a recognition. It's a recognition of the person that I carried for nine months. Holy shit. I've been waiting for her to find me. I wonder so if she's waiting for her? Yeah. I wondered if she'd ever find me. Because what we both know is that she didn't leave willingly. So who you think? You know who I think sent her away? Yeah, Raquel. This bitch is getting in the way of business. She done got my brother strung out. And I will kill this bitch. Because now... And that's the thing about Raquel, why she's going to have to go. And now I'm wondering who's going to send her away, where she goes. Because I do think Raquel sent Laverne away. Because Raquel is a liar. 
and she's not a good person. Uh, Kenya. Raquel said Kenya what? Yeah, this is and the thing she... about Raquel. And I just thought about it. Do you watch The Crown? Of or course. Even, I love The Crown. And, you know, it's a Bajan thing. Um, because, you know, we still we geek. All, we no, all we geek for the queen. Monarchy. Right? But um, when Queen Elizabeth had to become Queen Elizabeth, it wasn't something she wanted to do. She had to do it. Raquel might not have wanted to be Marv. She might have wanted Marv to be Marv so she could be hugged up with Howard or whatever the fuck. And now this nigga strung out. He got this baby. You might be strung out too, but bitch, if you don't get the fuck out of my face and the fuck out of Southside and don't ever fucking come back, if it, if the train got a don't even yeah, look at what, it. You know how I know that she has something to do with it? Because of the her, because she needed another lie to add to the log to start the fire. He told you, he told you, I don't really know. We never talk. No, she, I ain't never yeah. ask her. Money bet these bitches was best friends. That would make sense. When we do the flat, think about how young they are. Marvin is her big brother. What you mean you don't know your? What you mean you don't know your big brother's baby mama? But you love this girl so much? No, Why? This is the thing. Because Juke was like, do you remember my mom? Yo, they don't even talk about her. Do you remember my said, mom? And she said, well, you know, we ain't really, you know, she nim 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 it. Of course I remember her. She said, of course. But then she was like, I mean, I ain't even. Because she was like, why'd she leave? I ain't even asked. We ain't never talk about that. Like, but you know. Lie. You guys. You guys. That bitch drove her wherever she was going. She didn't drive shit. She probably was like, yo, if you don't get the fuck out of here, these niggas gonna fill you with lead. I'm tired of you. You fucking junkie. Cause I don't you, the story that's not true. This woman did not leave her child to go fuck a nick. Why do Nick's always be getting these raps, yo? <laughs> <laughs> Why nobody can't ever be like, yo, that bitch moved to go fuck with a Laker. Like <laughs> No, you getting dick from the playoffs, New York Knicks. Always, <laughs> always. The Knicks don't win, but they get a lot of coochie. That's that's the story here. Okay, so you and I are aligned. I'm happy about that. Raquel definitely has something to do with um, what's her name again? What's Kenya. mom's name? Kenya. Kenya. I love. Also, I love her because it almost sounds like a name she took. I know that's her name, but don't it sound like a name she adopted? Yeah. Kenya sound like a name you picked up in the 70s. I love it. Um, Kenya X. Or like Kenya Muhammad. You know, just, you know, she got knowledge of self. She, she's, you know, I know Raquel drove that bitch wherever she went. I know it. And because I can't figure out right now what turns Duke back, all the way back. Maybe somebody kills her mom. I don't think the death. I don't think her mom is going to die. I think that the betrayal, and I don't know this. I don't know, but it feels like the Howard family, what generation we have, which is generation two, because grandma's generation one at church, huh. grandpa's right. So then Raquel, Marvin, and Lulu been through some trauma, but they do a lot of lying. Bigly Raquel, yeah, Marvin. Luby told Marvin, him, Lou, he was like, he, she ever asked about me? No, she don't. 
even though he did, even though when he got out the car, he did have that look like I shouldn't have said it like that. It's not funny. They got two kids in their family. That's it. That's Marvin Kyle and Raquel. You and you and Kenya was pregnant at the same time. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me I wasn't cool? Now we all been around young mothers, teen moms. And either people either believe that old wives tell that being around pregnant women is bad luck, or they be like this. Because everyone else is off the stoop. So when you're pregnant and you're young, you would be with the other person that's pregnant in your family. Right. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me for the kids to be this close? And when you read the um the power of verse. Rock raised because Marvin wasn't around. Marv was in jail. Rock raised Jew. So where? So who? Who? Who did Kenya leave her baby with? She ain't leave her baby with nobody. You bitch. This ain't the life I wanted for myself. It's the life I gotta deal with though. Now I gotta sell these drugs. My man about to go the straight and narrow down to the 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 U.S. Army. I was going to be an army wife. And have the army child and live on base, but now I gotta serve base. And then think of it: if, if this was a, if this was a new time, she would have been walking with a double stroller because she would have had her baby and her niece. They're the they're in the same grade. I do believe Juke is a year older than him. Yeah, Juke is a year older. So maybe she's a grade ahead of him. Still a double stroller, right? Double stroller, but here's the deal. It was easy to say that Kenya ran away, ran off with some nick ass nigga to try and chase this singing career because she sang and people knew she could sing. Mm -hmm. Everyone knew. But she could have sang down to the church or whatever the fuck. She just had a child. She ain't, she, it don't look to me like she was just like, nah, y'all can have this baby. I'm going to sing. I cannot wait to unpack there ain't that. no single or nothing. They, like, <laughs> there ain't no covers of her doing no music. I cannot wait to see what happens here. So And Rob okay. did wait. Rob was like, yeah, she could sing. She gave that gift to you. Yeah, she. you trying to lean in on that lie y'all done been living with. And we, you know what? Marv might not even know the truth is damn self because he was fucked mm -hmm. up in the gym. Uh -huh. And he tried and and rock been lying. You think she only lied to her son? She lies to her brothers too. Yo, which what happened to Kenya? Fam, when you got locked up, she met some nick ass nigga and ran off singing. But I raised your daughter though. And I'm glad you off that shit. Anyway, anyway, this is your corner. I really hope that he never they don't I hope they don't lower him to relapse him. Mm. I, I I hope they don't lower him to relapse. Like the pookie face? Yeah, I don't want to see him with pookie face. Well, I just don't think that he... Don't lower him. I don't think that that's... Because I, 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 I like that being in his um, rear view and not ever coming back. Hmm. But... I wonder I what it's like for an addict to be around the shit that's cooking up and then be It's not the same. It's not the same high. It's not the same drug. Because he was on heroin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
he was strong enough to be like, Tony, get the fuck out of here with that cocaine. I don't do that. He don't, he don't sniff coke because coke goes this way mm-hmm. and dope goes this way. So that's that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. And that's not the drug like the the eight the nineties is not about going this way. Mm-hmm. It's about going up. Everybody's trying to go up with crack with coke. So you know he doesn't even smoke weed. He smokes cigarettes. He eats food. But the eating food thing. I think is aligned with addiction. with that type of addiction. And stop and not wanting to slide back into the addiction. And some people they have a, a little more power when it comes to like managing that stuff. So him eating he does eat a lot. But the reason why, but if you're telling a story from Kanan's perspective, Kanan never knew his uncle is a dope fiend. Right. He just knew he, he so if he's clean. And if you transfer your addiction and it becomes food, he's always eating. Always. He's eating that donut and he'd be taking little bites just in just processing his food, eating it. He's got gum, lollipop, this. And he don't even smoke as much as like other people. He eat more than he smokes cigarettes. And he never smokes weed. So he's running he's running his program, I think, in a way. So the next episode, it, it doesn't even okay. The next episode is called Pay the Toll, which kind of suits to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But before we get into the next episode, because we only what is it? I think there's only gonna be there's gonna be ten episodes. So we only one third of the way through. So then the middle is when we're going to rise up and then the, the end is like the the last part. Mm-hmm. I want to know when we're going to get to Kenya. Um, the one thing that bums me out though, Goody, is that less people are watching. They'll come back. I can't believe it. Like They'll come back. Because I feel like I feel like there's a lot on TV now. Yeah? Yeah. Because a lot of people... W- this was showing, I feel like P Valley was just ending. They still got the shy that they're into. Um, yeah, I don't watch a whole that. Bunch of, a whole bunch of other shows like on different, like BET Plus and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, oh, word? All of this is happening? Issa got rap shit. There's a lot on TV. But I think they're going to rally back. I'm going to help them rally back because this is good writing. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Nina Mani. So, the last scene of the show. Now, I'm going to tell you, and again, my cousin Tracy, hey Tracy, we kind of like chat in the family group chat. I don't think she and I have talked about this, but this whole riding the Q10, I don't understand why he's riding the Q10. The Q10 is it's, it's just... And Tamiko is really good because Tamiko is like, you just have to like let them do what they're doing. It doesn't Makes sense. He could be riding a Q6. He could be riding a Q9. He could even be riding a Q7. The fact that he's riding a Q10, which basically, run, I'm sorry, guys, let me just. Q10? Yes. It runs in the back blocks. It runs to JFK Airport. It has nothing to do with Southside at all. I don't know why they picked the fucking Q10. Maybe they it Maybe it's a permitting thing. Maybe there's a reason why they won't let the numbers run up. All they had to do was just put Q6. They're supposed to be on Suffolk Boulevard and 121st Avenue. 
which funny enough, if you're from Jamaica, Sutphin Boulevard and 121st Avenue is pretty on target when it comes to the idea of like what Raquel is doing. But, and that's interesting as well. But that Q10 shit really, really just earns my biscuits. Maybe they didn't want people, because you saw how the fools were going to the Bronx on them um, Joker steps. Maybe they was just like, maybe these idiots take, they, they, they ask basically the park all the time. Hmm? They in Basie Park all the time. They really do shoot in Basie Park. Yeah, but whatchamacallit, down with the Q10. Maybe they don't want the tourists coming in trying to take the Q10 down the road because them, them they folks who the Joker steps busting their ass. They're going to get on the Q10 and be sad because they're going to see Guyanese and Italian people. And they're going to go right to the airport, right? Thank you for the airport. To, thank you for coming to New York. Now go back <laughs> they're home. They're going to see Guyanese people, maybe some Trini, like Indian people, some Black folks, Caribbean people, and Italian people. They ain't going to see nothing what they're looking for. Well, they ain't going to be and down to the Baisley where people be like, who the fuck are you? No, but it's not like that. Like, it's really hard to explain this part of Queens because it's not. It's really hard to explain. Like, the projects are there, but that's not the centerpiece of the community. Like, if you talk to, I'll use Malik, for example. Malik was born and raised in Southside. Ask her. She's never been to Baisley Projects before. Real talk. I've been to the projects one time. Oh no, I've been to other projects. Shout out to Farragut and other projects. But I've never been inside Baisley Projects either. And I grew up two blocks from it. Never knew anybody who lived there. So where the people, what school they went to? Not the school I went to. Their parents ain't try to Cause you went to uh you went to a black black. I was in private school, but then when I went to public school in the sixth grade, I went to school. So basic projects is this way for me. So like this is my house. Basic projects is literally a block and a half away from where I grew up. My school was this way. So the Sutton Boulevard and One Twenty First Avenue that they talk about in the story. My elementary school was three blocks away from that. PS two twenty three. Shout out to Linda B Johnson. Yes, it's 23. Again, no one from Baisley went to that school. Because the Baisley kids went the other way. They went Gabrua and spread out this way. So we didn't know them. And then as a young person, I kind of like moved. I didn't socialize like super close to my community. I I knew that was I was allowed to explore the world beyond where I was. I was encouraged. Not me. I was encouraged to bring my ass right up in the hoes. No, I was encouraged to like, even if I was hanging out, even in Rochdale, which is just only a few blocks down, but it's not the same thing. And then I realized that, and I went to high school with people from John Adams High School, which was further, which is going in the direction of Brooklyn. So I didn't, I never knew anybody from 40. I didn't know anybody from 40 and I didn't know anybody from from Baisley, but I would go to parties in, in 40 because I've always liked parties. I, <laughs> shut the fuck up, <laughs> Because I've always liked parties. Oh, no. I've always liked parties. Like, I like a festivity. This motherfucker, what's the last scene, motherfucker? Because you, I don't want to talk to you no more. So they let our boy off of the Q10 on Sutphin and 121st because, yeah, wrong. 
Um, and he's in his fly ass Jordan's swishy suit. He then took Sergio Sarkini and was like, nah, give me the Nike. Gets off the bus, walking, whatever, cuts the corner, which is very realistic. And who the fuck is standing there? Why is he standing there though? Because why not? He needs to see his son. Yeah, but I mean, why are you standing right fucking here? I just got off. I just got off the bus. First of all, I just got off the bus. I don't have a cell phone. How did you know I was going to be here? Thank How long you. have you been standing here? What do you do? You just wait at bus stops and look around for me? Were you standing in front of my house? Like, this is weird. But you never remember people, like, showing up where you were in the time before cell phones. And you like, why are you here? How long did you wait for me to show up? <laughs> like, no, but there was a time where you had to have the patience if you really wanted to see somebody. If you wanted to say something to somebody, y'all... 30 years ago, yeah, because that would have been like 1992. 30 years ago, you had to be very patient. You had to be strategic. You had to yes. be patient. You had to know somebody who might have saw somebody. You had to be someone people would tell you, you know, so, you so and so. Uh, they just went down the block. They might yes. come right back up. They went down yes. the block to buy a, a, they was thirsty. They went to buy a coat. Something a like teacher tree. Yeah, they went to get a Tahitian treat. They'll be right back. Well, I never understood that. Like, why are you just going to buy like these one-off sodas? Go buy yourself a two. Why not? Buy yourself a two. To the store. You didn't like going to the store. I was. Couldn't go to the store too much because then my family Mm -hmm. would be like, "Well, you're looking for men. Why you need? What you need down the street?" I was not. I was not accused of such. I I just like to get a little walk. So you got to go to the store. Also, my mom wasn't buying 90% of the shit I was going to bring back. So you better take your little money and get your Tahitian treat or your Pepsi or your fucking bag of chips or your candies or whatever. Let me ask you, was Tahitian treat... I, you, you remember they had that bottle? That not was the 50 red. cent soda is good. No, no, not 50 cent soda. It was a bottle. It was red, but it was a cola champagne. on West Indies. That was delicious. And it was dark. First of all, Goody is so full of shit. She act like we wasn't all drinking the same snacks. We was all drinking cola champagne, girl. Because no, I'm talking about the black cola champagne. You know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, right? Of course. I forget who made that shit. If if it's not Jamaican now, it might be labeled as Jamaican choice. But Goody, we was all drinking cola champagne. But I was drinking ginger beer. You, if that was tea, I I don't like to this day. Me never like ginger beer. We was all tasting Malta, thinking we had a beer. I hate Malta as well. Yeah, but we all had it in our stores. Yeah, it was cheap too. I wonder what Malta costs now. Mm. Yes, I hope it don't cost much. There's no payoff. There's no payoff on that. That tastes like Guinness without the alcohol. It tastes disgusting. But you got to try it because you got your little $5. You got to <laughs> try things in the store. You know what? I was getting Q's, Susie Q's and, and Kit Kats. Really? Was that your thing? Susie Q's? Susie Q's and Kit Kats. So my candy, like my cake choice, I was a little Debbie shopper. Mm-mm, I hate the little Debbie. That was, For that real? Was, so that's I like the go- to me. So I like the donut cakes, Mm-mm. or if I wanted to like elevate, I would go Hostess orange cupcake top, mm-hmm. and then I would open it, but then I would go like flip it over because I like even with muffins now to this day, y'all. I'm so weird. I go pick the bottom up, I eat the bottom, and I save the top for the end. So if I wanted, if I had like a little extra monies, orange Hostess, I had a short period 
of Twinkies, but I don't really like that because I don't like cream. I like Twinkies. I like yeah. cupcakes and the Susie Q had all the cream in the middle. And I would yeah, it's too much for me. And then I would. But I don't... Yeah. And you know, so you mean to tell me you never ate a Star Crunch? What? No. From what? Little Debbie? I didn't like Little Debbie. Little Debbie to me is when I had no money. That was poor. But the thing about it is, if it's fresh, it was good. Yeah, it's poor people treat to me. Oh, I'm so sorry. As a person who was never a poor person, I was just going to try to get well, like I would literally be like, I hate these. Fu- Why are these so popular? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't care because I yeah. couldn't have that at my house. I, ju- I had a decision to make like yesterday because I brought, um, what did I buy? I brought Tasty Cake, you know, the, the Tasty Cake. I brought mm-hmm. those donuts and I was like, good thing they're not little Debbie the fucking dry ass. Oh, you just reminded me. Remember when we was kids, the one that was like the donuts that was like this? Yeah. You guys, I'm making I goody knows what I'm talking about. And it was like coconut. Yes. Remember, you know that's the one I had cake. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know why we're fanning out on snacks, but like the point is that you had to make a lot of choices 30 years ago when Goody and I were young people. In and, and actually not that far from the age of these characters. So we were like having a little freedom, having a little money, making a lot of choice about our snacks. And if people were looking for us, so if I came to Goody's neighborhood and people knew I knew you, they would tell me where you went because mm. I needed to find you. And I was going to walk to look for you. So Howard, being a cop, just was probably sitting in the car. And when people came off the bus, seat, would just look. But you see, the thing is, people wasn't just, he was looking because he couldn't ask nobody. He was the fuzz. He Everyone was, knew him too. Did you guys have cops in your neighborhood that you were kind of like relatively familiar with? I, I was in the house, but I'm sure there were cops that people. This one, this, this one was in the house the whole time. I was like, it was ridiculous. I told you they thought my house was a girl's home, uh, was a group home for girls. We were not allowed. I met a man. I met a man in my old age, like two years ago, and we were dating. And I told him who, where I lived. He was like, "Oh shit, you were one of the girls, one of the girls." I don't. So, what you can go to the store to get a sandwich? No. Why was I going to the store to get a sandwich? We have food inside. It's right. Obviously. There. So what? Obviously, everyone's right food. The only thing we was going to the store for, you know, I used to while we was on this trip, we was going to get. When the store had um, the sale on the corned beef, the sale on the things to put away for hard times and to put in the barrel to send home, it was a lot of us. This sounds ridiculous, and believe me, it was no fun, but it was a lot of us, and they used to limit the amount that you could buy. So we used to all be able to go and, and rack up on the sale because it was a lot of us. And don't be dilly-dallying and not coming back. Because you see how we talk about how if you came to the block and people knew, you know who used to get us caught up? The neighbors. Because back in the days, your neighbors used to go and tell your parents, yo, I see them girls down the road and they did a lollygagging and I see fellas calling at them. And you got to remember, I'm my mother's fourth child and she was 21. So she ain't want no fat... You know, love you, Ma, rest in peace. But clearly there was a level of speed that she was going at that she ain't want her girl children to go at. So (laughs) (laughs) look, math is math. Math is math. And I'm the fourth child at 21. Okay, so 
And the funny shit is like, I'm my mom's first child at 21. But you, you see what I'm saying, though. There's a significant mm-hmm. difference between those two situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. So when when Detective Howard steps in, son, and it's like, hey, little nigga, don't think I forgot about you. I'm still your father. I'm trying to be I in sh- your life, whatever that looked like. You know what I'm saying? Let me spit at you. That's what he says. Let Yo, me spit he was at pitching. you. He was pitching, right? Like, Let me spit at you for a second. Let I me talk to you. He was giving him his best. He was like, yo, I'm young. I know that you don't like Omar Epson more. But he was giving him the eyes. He was giving him the Omar Epps eyes. I was like, say yes, Kanan. That's your dad. I thought thought he was going to pull out the paperwork. But he had something better for him than that. He's never going to pull out the paperwork because it doesn't matter. He is just going to keep saying it in his face. Yeah, what, what happened? Your mom told you I was crazy, right? And that I, my, she told you I had amnesia, right? I right? remember everything, nigga. You really shot me, dog. You like, really shot me. Fuck. Like, damn, nigga. You, is, you know how they talk about your mind getting blown? Like, I'm not a drug person. I don't think you're a drug. I don't know that you're a drug person either. Mm-hmm. So we probably have not had our mind blown in a chemical way. Right. But mine. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you really shot me, nigga. She told you I had amnesia, right? Wow. You really When he shot said me. you shot me, he was just like, oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> and when he said, I'm not going to tell on you because telling on you is kind of like telling on me. Because I'm your father. And he uh, wanted to do that to my son. I catch you later, though. Catch you later. Right, right. That's some real fuck nigga shit, too. Catch you later. He's gonna say some real deep, heartfelt shit and be like, well, I've gotta go, though. So you sit with that. That ride that they never, he could give him that ride that they never took. (laughs) (laughs) You gonna make me walk home from the bus stop after you, you, you swung at my heart and you like, bye. Goody, the over the 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 um the voiceover ends with Fifty Cent saying, "Remember, I told you about that train. It's like the J train." He's like, "Nah, shit's like the Metro North, mm-hmm. heavier and faster. And when it comes, that shit knocks you down." I said, "Yeah, are we going to even see Kane in next episode? Because I did the scenes from the next episode. There's a lot of Raquel business." And I wonder if they'll give us a break. Because um, we do we need to advance the Raquel business story. We've got to see her get in with the mob, get to New Jersey, all of that shit. I do feel you think like we're gonna see Kanan we might next week? See, I think we'll see Kanan, but in a different capacity. We have to see him talk to Juke. Because you know, he gotta run tell Juke everything. Mm-mm. Juke got something to tell him this time. They both got shit to tell each other. Our parents are fucked sharing. up. But our parents are fucked up. Do you think that they get to that in the next seven episodes? I don't know, know because we have to see where Famous lands if the little hookup from Camacho, you know, because we gotta we gotta know, because Famous like, yo, I need something, because I can't be having these niggas sliding up. So did you ever have any friends who got kicked, who got on their own early? Yes. In junior high. Do you remember what type of apartments they were able to get for themselves? 
they had to like try to rent something, but you know how you renting something and you young, young. So my, I told you, I think we talked about last week, like the basement apartments, the rooms, the, all of that stuff. This is like the this house is- that was across the street from me diagonally. They rented, the, it was like a family and it was a three family house with a basement. So they, they rented rooms. That's right. what they did. Yeah, like shout out to a 17 year old trying to be on your own. I, I don't wish that on anyone. It's doable because there's t- been times in the world where 11 year olds are on their own. Now, but, like I said, it was junior high for me, but a lot of those girls ended up with the fast that, you know, with the the, the girls. Mm-hmm, with the men. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, see, I didn't know any of that. I knew boys that 17, eight, early 18, 19, you know, basement apartments. You know, with the little plug-ins and the candles, leather couch that they sleeping on, but entertaining on. They doing everything on that couch. Mm-hmm. They got the couch from, from Nationwide Warehouse, and they hoping for the best. But you know, they got a little, just a little something, like a little. And it's and, a, you know, and you rented the room. Yo, when Famous came downstairs, it was like I fucking hate this shit, and I can't afford it. The bathrooms in the kitchen, like. <laughs> I mean, shout out to the LES because bathrooms be in a kitchen for $4,000. Mm. And that's why I'll stay my black ass in Southeast Queens. Right. Like, I, I don't need, I don't have a desire to live right that soon. I don't want to live anywhere so much that I will uh, sit on my toilet <laughs> while I wait for my um, eggs to boil or whatever the fuck. And you know what? I think that that was easier for people to do when they knew they could just run outside and grab some food or when they weren't staying in the house. But after um, COVID, it was like, oh, hell no, I can't be I can't be up in here 24 hours, seven days a week. This is not it. I'm going back to Milwaukee. Some, but it's funny because we gained we gained population. I think some left and some came back. So people moved here, too. I have uh, for work. I have to leave New York, but I'd be like, "Yo, people be killing themselves to be in New York." Well, also, you just gotta be smart. But anyway, I do want to say this about the the voiceover about the Metro North. I thought of you. I said that was for goody. Yeah, because it's it. They they do really try to make these references, but that song is backstabbers by the OJ. And it's not looking good for you, Rock. His mom is a liar. We gonna see Kanan because we gonna see him ask her some shit while she on her way to to Jersey, and she gonna lie, and he gonna just be looking at her like, "Look at this bitch." So, did you do you have moments in time? Do you did you ever catch your parent in a lie where you could challenge them? Did you get to that place in space? Not necessarily. Um the most, the biggest lie you could catch any parent is is when you tell them, nah, you did this fucked up shit to me and now you need to be beaten on your grit. You remember when you beat my ass? I don't know if you've seen that little um, TikTok that's going around where the Ooh. grandmother's sitting down with the grandson and the grandson has said these nuts in school and the father's trying to chastise him and the, his mother's like, wait, wait, wait. And he's like, nah. Wait a minute, you know, she's like, baby, tell me what happened. Was it on the menu? Were the nuts on the menu? And somebody asked you about these nuts? And he's like, nah, ma, let's take this back to 1991. 
knock him across the room how you would have knocked me across the room. As a matter of fact, you came down to the school and knocked me across the room in front of my friends. Do that to him now. And she's like, no, wait a minute now. Cause that's the kind of lies. And we'd be like, nah, this really happened to me. You really did this shit. Nah, I ain't do that. No, you really did this shit. Nah, I ain't right. That was the only lie. But like, straight yeah. up, but because I had young parents who was like, okay, they, they were overwhelmed with the parenting. It was a lot of transparency. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a lot of lying about shit. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, I was out there. I had your brother when I was 16. I had your sister when I was seven. You know, I was having y'all back to back. Y'all gonna stay y'all fast asses in here. Like, Ma, we did say, but Ma, we not they fast. Was making, they was making you fast because they was fast. No, and that's what we, that would be the challenge. Like, nah, we not fast. Why you don't trust us? Why you don't trust the way you raising us? Why we right. can't go nowhere? We ain't doing nothing we good. That's that just crazy. Challenging. Like, that would be the challenge. Like, yo, if you raising us and you trust what you putting in us, why you don't let us go outside and test it? No. That, the answer is no. And even if we wore my mom down and got her to say yes, because, you know, I lived in multi-families with my family. My grandmother would come downstairs and be like, no, it ain't. <laughs> Which is well, now, but it was whack growing up. So, what's your predictions for next week? Tell me what the scenes were from next week because they're gonna go down. They gonna go down to the people place, and the Italians. Gonna, hmm? They gonna, don't get the fuck out of here with this bullshit, you fucking mooly. Oh no, not the mooly, not the eggplants, not the eggplants. Bring the eggplants in. Cause like you can't go there. You going out there talking tough to these people, young lady? Cause you know in. Yeah, look at how um old girl gets treated in Power Book Three. No, four with Tommy. It's like I know Irish girl, right? yeah. yeah. The Irish ain't much different than the way the Italians treat the girls. Like if yeah, just, yeah it's just all patriarchal. And then she gonna want to come down there being tough guy. Okay, okay, bitch. So. All right, I'm looking forward to this week. I can't wait to watch it on Saturday night or Sunday morning. This episode was really good. I think they're going to go to 10. My prediction is we don't see Kanan a lot next week because I think we Not need a, a break. Lot, but just enough for him to give his mother the 50 cent eyes. Like, look at this. He's doing such now. a good job. As someone who was who knew 50 cent as a younger man, the casting is right. Energy's right. It's just, it's... It's good. I mean, in terms of like the way he sounds, not the way he acts, because he's not pretending to be 50 Cent. He's just affecting a younger physical presence of Curtis Jackson as a younger man. Yeah. So he's like, do you notice he's a little chubbier? Yeah. Yeah. Soft. A little softer. Yeah. That's like his face is doing a hell of a job. He looks in shock 95% of the time. (laughs) What the Word like, but he's fast, Goody. Thinking of stealing that package, he's slick and thinking of stealing that package to help famous. See, he robbed his mom. I feel like that was something he did in honor of Scrap. Like, yo, Scrap, Scrap wouldn't know what to do because, like, that's what activated him. He was like, yo, because Scrap was out here making as more money than people make a year. 
I do think that famous being homeless is scary. Mm-hmm. And I would have done whatever. I, I imagine I would have helped my friend too. If they yeah, was kicked out. Because, you know, home. I know I'm good. Like, I know after dinner. the, the And you can't come to my house. There's too much the room. There's no room in the inn. And we don't allow not family. Like, we fuck with you, but we don't fuck with you like that. And because I know that some people think, like, American or Black American families function so differently. But no. what, he was, what he was describing was very realistic. Like, people have multiple family members, you know, living in the house. But Famous was a friend, and she knew him. But even when he was sitting outside, like, some friends can come inside, but not all friends. Let me tell you, nobody could come inside. Sure. But what I'm saying to you is, as someone who's yeah, some I yeah, I know. My home, those even people today, were... some people I'll be talking, even today. Mm-hmm. We had this whole discussion right here on my porch. I got a seat here and everything. Right. But yeah, to have people like come into the house is a different relationship. A level of intimacy that you yeah, haven't sure. earned. <laughs> All I, right. So, I, this was a good episode. Um, I don't, I really don't expect to see a lot with Kanan's story next week. I expect to see this is going to be a lot of Raquel. Um, accent's still terrible. If you guys thought I forgot, I didn't. They're not but, still doing their Wednesday dinners at the, the diner. They, they're letting go of a lot of the recipes. The family is in disarray. There's no yes. anymore. I cannot wait till we unpack the Kenya story, girl. Because I know Raquel. Story, what the fuck happened when Marv was supposed to be going to high school? Like, what the fuck happened? Goody. I think Raquel sent Kenya away. Oh, for sure. She's the if you think about it, she's the only one who could have done it. If Marv was fucked was fucked up, and you see how she kind of holds that shit over him too. He's like, yo, we can't make these moves this fast. These fast moves is keeping you out of Rikers. Marv been clean though for like 15 years. He's been clean, but he's still dirty. But he's not, and that's why I don't like I he's clean. And heroin is not an easy one. No, I'm not talking about the drugs. She's like, I'm keeping you out of fucking Rikers. She a little bit much. She is. And I like I would love to hear what Camacho had to say. Like, what was your big fucking plan to what was your big fucking plan? Right. Because you might fuck oh, around. And just so you know, Rock is gonna tell. Yeah, because Rock gonna fucking... be like, Yeah, you so fucking loyal to this music. That no, means- no. Lulu's gonna fuck him up. Lulu's gonna take that label, and he's gonna be partners with with Cardi. I think. Yeah, but you feel me, right? Gonna be like you all devoted to that fucking studio. This nigga was in my. You just paid all this nigga bills, and this nigga was here trying to cut your throat. Mm-hmm. You yep. better get with your family and sit with your he family. Fuck him up bad. It's gonna be bad. Cause his he, character it stopped piling now. Now it's that you okay. Yeah. His character is gonna leave in a very difficult situation. You cooked my hands, and then you threw them in a garbage in in Vegas or in L.A. That that's one thing. It was okay. I wasn't even hungry no more. You were in my face every five minutes, and then you went down to my sister's house, and you sat at the table where I be eating my intimates. Now, where you be eating your intimate snacks and your tea in your china, and he gonna come there to my oh, Lulu would kill me. Yes, yes. Don't worry, I ain't finna tell him till I tell him. 
I'm not going to tell him till he find out. Yes. Thank you. Goody. Because Rock is a fucking liar. A piece of shit liar. And she don't really like when people fuck with her family. This nigga will cut my brother's throat. Look at this motherfucker here. Yeah. And she know Cartier. You see, this is another and... part. They know who this nigga, this clean laundry nigga is. Import export, baby. Yeah. Because not for nothing, not to, get old, not to get too meta, but Southside is adjacent to JFK Airport. So other shenanigans can operate. Mm -hmm. You think everybody who's operating a barrel delivery service is operating on a top of business? Listen. Import export. She you knows think everything you, you think everything that go in those barrels is what's supposed to go in the barrels? But I'm just saying, what from call it? She know who the fuck this nigga is, and one and for her to know who he is, he gotta be. He ain't no regular businessman. Yeah, even though she was talking to him over her shoulder and being nasty and rude, because she, she knows who the fuck is. off, because she needed to get her fucking money together before these people come and cut her the Colombian necktie. Even though Joaquin was a Joaquin was a thoughtful man. Yes. But his cousin's missing and all the money that they need is missing. His thoughts going to be much different. Lulu gave I him like the, the room. I do like the foreboding because the rats was eating up the money first. Yeah, but wait a minute. What about um, when she was like, yo, I've been paging your brother all day. He was like, you know how he get when he behind one of the twos? <laughs> <laughs> Marvin's an asshole. Um, but all right, so we've got our, we got our we got our predictions. I need to. I know Rock sent Kenya away, and that's going to turn Rock away from Laverne. I wonder. You know what? This is my last prediction, y'all. I wonder if it becomes Kanan and Laverne against the world. I'm sure it does because that's how it was like. Yo, my back's again. I'm out of jail. This nigga ghost acting funny like he ain't put me in there. My back's against the wall. Come out here real quick so we can handle this nigga. Whoa! But Laverne, but remember, Laverne it becomes a cop. She yeah. never gets in trouble. She doesn't get in trouble, but my back's against the wall. Come out here real quick. Let's handle this fucking situation. Mm. And also, then she Laverne tried to take away his, his like, damn, this nigga Tariq, I didn't expect this. My so son doesn't remind me of myself. My son, I don't even know this little nigga. This nigga Tariq... Mm -hmm. I know him. And that is why he did what he did with with him. I don't like it though, Goody. I know you're very you're doing a good job of separating, but the whole time it makes me sad. I'm capable of compartmentalization. I I I, I love that you do that because it allows us to have balance. Cause to me, every time I see them together, I'm like, oh my God. I only want to go back and watch the season with him and her. I'm gonna watch it. I'm I really watch hated, it. like, I hated her on sight. I was like, really, fucking bitch. So maybe what we'll do is, is like, maybe we'll. Do you want to watch maybe next week, like the introduction of her, just so yeah, we can kind of like recalibrate? I'll watch it too. All right, let's wrap I this. Even up. Go back and see when this dude got out of jail. Okay. Let's wrap this up though, because I don't want to keep you up and I gotta I gotta work in the morning. Look at the time. All right. So we know our predictions. We know that 
we know that Rock had something to do with Kenya going uptown. Um, and we know that Kenya knows the truth is that that the Howard is his daddy, and what's going to happen from there. If you guys have any other predictions y'all want to talk to us about, hit us up, call us up, 1-800-223-9797. Um, we want to hear from you. You can also follow us on Instagram at TermageTalk, Instagram.com. Yes, I said Instagram.com. That's not a real place. It is a real place, but it's not. Um, Facebook, well, on Termage Talk. Twitter, we're there. We don't tweet. We're not talking to y'all. Um, um, let me know how y'all how y'all feel. Should we be on YouTube as well? I'm not going on YouTube if I have to be on camera because I, I'm. You know, it oh. would take a lot of work. Um, but some you motherfuckers, y'all gonna have to no, no, please. You know what though? We should be transcribing on YouTube though, from an SEO perspective. Don't get me in my bag. I don't want to get in your bag. I don't even have enough. Oh, and next week we'll talk about the Usher concert because that was amazing, you guys. That was amazing. What do we call out? Um, I may or may not have to go down for his birthday because he shares a birthday with Nick. And Nick is like, if I'm going to go to the show, I might as well go on our birthday. Whatever, Nick. Oh, y'all should. Go. I, let me tell you something. Spend the money. Usher is not going to rob you. Usher gonna make he is gonna let you spend your money with him. It's worth every dime. Seriously. People. Hmm? On the meet and greet at the end, you could get a hug from Usher. I'm not a Usher, I'm not a meet and greet kind of person. I really enjoyed that show. Okay. It was very good. Yeah. If if she if she wants to go, she should go. You should go with her. Right. And we can talk about it. All right, it's good worth night, it. folks. Good night and good morning and good evening and good afternoon. Good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Um, please follow us. Please interact with us. Shoot us an email. Let us know what you think. Thank you for your time. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Uh. Bye.